G'day. My name is Matt Grimwood and this is our first home buyer's guide produced by Heritage Media. Now, I think we're pretty fortunate to live in Australia for a bunch of different reasons. One of those is our government offers incentives for people who are trying to buy their first home. These are called the first home buyer's grants. Our guest today has just recently bought his first home and gone through this exact process. Joining me today is Jesse Chapman. Jesse Chapman is a real estate agent with Wiseby Heritage. Jesse, thank you for joining me. Mate, anytime. So can you give us a bit of an insight as to where your journey with real estate started? Um, so it was a bit of a bit of a weird one. Um, you know, it wasn't really planned or anything like that. Uh, we go back to November, December 2020. So bit, just about two years ago there. Yep. Um, was working a job that I thought was my dream job. Absolutely hated it. Yep. Um, you know, just had to get out. Didn't have a plan. I usually like to be pretty organized. Um, quit one day. Next day, thought, well, crap, what am I going to do? <laughs> um, like, fortunately, I know the general manager of um, Wasbury Heritage, you know, a good family friend for a while. So yep. pretty much called her and was like, can you give me a lifeline? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got any jobs going? And, um, yeah, she set up an interview the next day. Yep. Pretty much came in. Um, rest is history. Yeah, yeah well, I'm here now. Nice. Yeah. So you just recently bought your first home? I did, yes. When was that? Uh, August 2021, last year. Right. Did you use the first home buyer's grant? I did, yes. To buy your first home? Yep. Can you give us a bit of a rundown on what the first home buyer's grant is? Yeah, definitely. So um, I did use something a little different, but the first home buyer's grant, um, essentially it is like an offering from the government. They essentially give you $10,000 to go towards the purchase of a brand new home. So it can be brand new unit, townhouse, apartment, anything, as long as it's brand new built. Um, The purchase price does go up to about $600,000. There's a cap on that. Um, If you are, however, building your own home, um, you have to have like exchange contracts with the builder, you know, your own block of land, stuff like that. Yep. Government will still give you that $10,000, you know, to go towards everything, the deposits, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that cup goes up to 750000 Okay. So is that is that like the only kind of scheme there is or is there different kinds of? No. Grants? So yeah, there is there is two other, you know, kind of schemes. Yep. Um, these are the ones I used. Yep. So the first home buyer grant, um, yeah, it's a lot easier to say, I guess, than the other ones. Yep. And it's yeah, commonly referred to. Yep. However, there is two others. So one is the first home loan deposit scheme. Yep. And the other is the first home buyer's assistance scheme. Yeah. Um, you know, don't quote me on that, but they're yep. pretty close. Um, so the first one, first home loan deposit scheme, essentially when you're, you know, buying your first home, you know, give it back before you know, these schemes were out, mm-hmm. um, you'd have to have about 10% deposit. And for the extra 10% to get up to 20, you'd have to pay lender's mortgage insurance. So, right. you know, the bank doesn't want to take out all that risk. You've got to pay some insurance if, you know, you default on the loan or anything. Yep. However, now with the loan deposit scheme, there's a couple spots available, um, you know, every year for you know, consumers to take on. Yep. You can buy a home with as little as 5% deposit. Yep. And for that extra 15%, you're not going to pay that insurance on it. The government will kind of back it for you. Yep. And then the other one is a first home buyer assistance scheme. Yep. So a big thing when come to purchasing property that, you know, people kind of shy away from. Um, you know, when they're buying second, third, fourth, fifth house, anything mm-hmm. is stamp duty. So depending on, you know, what your purchase price is, you've got to pay a bit of, you know, it's like transfer tax, kind yeah, of okay. like when you buy and sell a car. Yep. Um, if you're buying a house of like 600,000, something like that, it'll be about 15,000. You kind of got a front straight away. Yep. However, as a first home buyer, if you're buying up to $650,000 as a purchase price, mm-hmm. you're completely exempt from stamp duty. So right. don't have to fork that money out. Yep. And then from 650 to 800,000, Yep. Uh, you get like a kind of a discounted rate um, as a first home buyer. So it's, you know, real, real neat. Right. Nice. So um, we just had a recent federal election. Mm-hmm. 
Is there any changes that will be brought in with that? A little. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a couple, you know, things floating around in the wind. Um, yep. You know, maybe this is happening. Maybe that's happening. Yep. Um, the only real thing I, I'm pretty sure is, you know, fairly set in stone is for New South Wales. Um, the new Premier has kind of made a bit of a change. So I think it's January 2023. Yep. There'll be a bit of a, like a choice. So instead of going through, you know, your first home loan, like a, like buyer assistance yep. and getting exempt from stamp duty or, mm-hmm. you know, getting a discounted rate, you can then choose now to pay like an annual tax instead. So where before you're getting like a discounted rate on that, say twenty twenty five thousand dollars et cetera, et cetera. Um, instead of, you know, paying the discounted rate, you can now just completely choose to pay like an annual, you know, fee almost. Yep. Um, so it's $400 plus, uh, I think it's 0.3% of the, the value of that property you bought. Right. And you just pay that year after year. So it makes it a lot easier to actually get in the market. Right. So when you're looking at um, first home buyers grants or schemes, how can you work out if you're eligible for that? Right. So there's um pretty much just some base rules just to start with. Yep. Yeah. Firstly, got to be over 18. Yep. And got to be able to yeah do things legally by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, you or anyone you're, you know, maybe co-purchasing with, like your partner, um, you know, business partner, mate, anything, none of those people or and you know, yourself yep. can ever be, you know, previously exempt from stamp duty or can never have bought a house before. So it really has to be that first purchase. Yep. Um, and you've had no discounts prior. Yep. Um, it's, yeah. The first jump in. Yep. So does that change if you're, if you've got your parents involved, mm-hmm. does that change what you're eligible for if it's... A guarantor sort of thing? I mean, if you're guarantor, no, not at all. So you can still use the exact same, you know, scheme, the exact same, you know, first home buyer, first home loan deposit um, scheme to go along with. Because say if you go and guarantor, you might have absolutely 0% deposit, Mm -hmm. but then your parents go and guarantor for that first 5%. So they can go guarantor on that. Yep. You can do your own thing with all the schemes and you're completely okay. Mm -hmm. Um, However, if you like, buying with a parent kind of like i said before if they've already bought a house no chance but they can go guarantor for you right so looking at first home buyers grants and the whole process of buying a home Mm -hmm. where does it come into play do you have to get it sorted at the very beginning or is it something that it's like you've got to get everything else sorted and that's like one of the last things or it's kind of well you kind of can get it sorted maybe anywhere but you know what you should really do is before you even you know put a deposit down on a property and go into a cooling off period, you know, probably have a good chat to your conveyance or your solicitor about I'm wanting to do this because sometimes a vendor, um, you know, the owner of a house you're buying, you yep. might not want a 5% deposit. Right. Um, and it kind of depends. A lot of the time when you're doing the grant, because the government's covering the extra 15, it doesn't really matter. Yep. However, because there's limited spots, it can be a little bit risky yep. because, you know, what if randomly one day, 10,000 people get approved and you're that one person that doesn't yeah. and there's no more spots left. So that yep. can be a bit iffy. But generally what would happen is, you know, if you're just doing it by yourself, you have a form that you can download on like NewSouthWalesRevenue.com kind yep. of thing. Fill that out with all your details, kind of like when you're, you know, you're opening a new bank account or something, a whole bunch of documents to come with it. Yep. You'll go into a cooling off period um, on a property, sometimes five days, sometimes 10 business days. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happens, give those forms to your solicitor and conveyancer they'll kind of handle the rest. You know, right. that's their job. Get everything sorted, get it put forward. And a lot of the time you'll bank as well. So the people yeah, are giving you the money, um, whether you're using yeah, just directly to a bank um, or using a mortgage broker, 
usually all that will go to them as well because yep. then they'll have to yeah apply it to the bank as well and and shop around and get get you something sorted right so is there a, is there a better way to apply for a first home buyer's grant is it something you can do yourself or is it something that you're better off sort of so like outsourcing for? I'd say a hundred percent better off outsourcing. Right. I mean, you know, doing it yourself. Um, yeah. You know, just think about how hard it is. Yeah. You know, just maybe buying a house yeah. and all that stress <laughs> and, and whatnot just to start with. Yeah. You can just completely offload that thing, which you probably have no clue what's going on. You know, yep. it's just like sweet. I get 5% deposit and I don't pay stamp duty. Yeah. There's heaps more that goes into the back end. So yep. easier just, you know, go into a mortgage broker first letting them know what the situation is, letting your conveyances know what the situation is and just letting them handle it. Yep. They might just come back and be like, yeah, can you write your name on the front page? Yep. Done. Sweet. That's easy. Yep. I don't have to do anything else. Yep. Is there certain banks that you have to go to for this or is it the sort of thing that like every bank's got it? Um, kind of half and half. So you, you technically you know have to go to certain banks because yep. – I mean, over in Australia, there's probably you know, 50 to 100 different banks you can actually bank with on yep. a day-to-day basis. Yep. But there's probably about 30 or 40 banks who actually only offer that scheme because yep. there's only limited spots available. So every bank gets you know a certain amount of spots to go with. Yep. Usually it's the big four that get the most amount, like your Commonwealths, NABs, um, ANZs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 90% of the time, whoever you're banking with currently probably has it. So it's best just to either ask them, do a quick Google search or ask your broker. So I'm looking at buying my first home. Right. Do I have to move into that home straight away or can I buy it as an investment? Will I, if I buy it as an investment, will I still get that first home buyer's assistance? Half and half. Right. So technically if you're buying your first home, yep. yes, you can have it as an investment. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is if you are getting all these grants and schemes and you know, assistances and et cetera, et cetera, for the first 12 months of that home ownership, you do have to live in the property. And living in that property, you have to do it for at least six consecutive months. So technically, if you really wanted, um, you know, you could be a renovator or something like that. You might be a young chippy, buy the house, live in it technically for six months, do a whole bunch of renos, do this, do that. Comes the end of the six months, rent it out. Completely fine. You're an investor now. Um, Or you could do it the other way around, you know, have an investor in it for three months. Maybe you live in in Melbourne, Queensland, and you've bought in a state, but you're moving. You can buy it, have it rented out as a short-term rental for three months. As soon as you're ready to come over, jump in, live in it for six months, completely fine. Right. So a couple of different options. It really depends on your circumstances. Right. Okay, cool. So next thing is there, is there any tips or advice that you can give someone who is about to go through this process? Is there any things that you found when you were doing the first-time buyer's assistance that you were like, oh, I really wish someone had told me this before yeah. I kicked off? Uh, kind of, kind of, um, and not really. Like, um I guess I, I kind of, yeah, straight away I have, you know, older sisters and my family to kind of back me up and, yep. and be like, do this. And I was yep. like, all right, I haven't done it before. I'll just follow what you're saying. And yep. all the other real estate professionals in the office. So I was, you know, kind of fortunate to be guided by them. Um, so from my experience, I'd 100% say just firstly, yeah, maybe listen to people who have gone through it, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, ask, you know, maybe mum and dad, friends, etc. Get a yeah, bit of an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Straight away, I would say, Go see a mortgage broker. Yep. 100%. I mean, you know, you can directly go to the bank. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, he went directly to the bank and yep. it helps him because, well, he works for the bank. So it was yep. kind of easy. Yep. But 100%, go to the mortgage broker, let them deal with it. That's their job. You yeah. Know, if they're a professional, let them do what, you know, they're best at. Yep. Go to the conveyancer, you know, find someone who, you know, you can talk with, you know, pretty openly, be as transparent as possible, get them to sort everything. And they'll pretty much 
say, all right, give us a couple of weeks. Yep. We're going to need this from you. We're going to need this from you. And we'll tell you when you're ready to go shopping. They'll do all that. They, you know, will come back. The mortgage broker might say, sweet, you're pre-approved. You got six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Go buy a place. You got three months. Yep, easy done. Right. You just you get the green tick and you go out. As soon as that's done, maybe you know have a little look on realestate.com. Maybe see you know what properties are up for sale, what property was sold. Um, you know, get a bit of a feel for what you want. A lot of people have it kind of in their mind already. Like I want this, I want this, I need this area, I need this area. Yep. As soon as that's done, just call a real estate agent. Yeah, you know, if you like that property, give them a buzz. Say, look, I want to have a look at it. And 99% of the time, you know, we'll be like, all right, sweet. Well, what's your situation? You know, yep. What do you like? What do you want? Yep. You might, even if you're saying, I have no clue what I want, I'm just buying my first house. It's like, all right, how about I meet you at the property and I'll take you to four others that, you know, are in your budget yeah. and we'll go from there. Yep. You know, my job at the end of the day is to get someone into their house. I mean, I did it myself and it was pretty easy. I was literally just like, I know I work in the industry, but yeah, I was yeah. just like, sweet, go to the house. What do you need me to do? Yep. Et cetera, et cetera. Bought the house, done. Nice. And it's just be as open and transparent as possible and pretty much just jump in, you know. Don't be too scared. Yep. No questions are dumb questions. Yeah. Just ask, you know. It's it's our job every day to do it, whereas someone buying a house, yeah. they no clue. So, yeah. you know, ask. Yep. Awesome. Thank you very much for joining us on this. Anytime. Is there, what are the, what's the best way for people to contact you? Uh, look, give me a call, 0478-090-460. Anytime, text me, call me. Um, I've got Instagram as well, Jesse W. Chapman. That's pretty easy it's yep. just me name um or just you know walk into the office anything you know i'm just i'm free to have a chat i'd probably like talking way too much yeah. normal people say. <laughs> perfect perfect guest for a podcast yeah exactly <laughs> awesome thanks jess i really appreciate it all good mate anytime